Hey guys, welcome back to Raw Influence. This is our very first podcast and around the table we've got some awesome guys here from Samuel and K Trading and today we're going to be talking about a topic of our choice from each individual and then discussing that so that could be absolutely anything. It may be trading related, it may not be, who knows. We've got Elliot in the room. Do you want to do an intro, El? You can talk. All right. Um, hello. Who am I talking to? You're, you're talking to everyone. You're talking to... Oh, we're live. Yeah, we're live oh, now. Sweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good afternoon. I'm Elliot Gwynn from Samuel Co. Trading. Um, it's still the morning. It's 11.50. Is it? Yeah. Time he gets I'm in. hungry. Um, yeah, let's just <laughs> crack on. And then we've got Big A. Hi, everybody. Big A, as usual, the mindset coach. <laughs> what was all that about <laughs> i just like this funky headphone stuff <laughs> maybe he's got the uh he's got oh, yeah. the i've got reverb he's going. got like reverb coming back from his mic i'm, I'm trying to put, sing the left and right on brain on. at the same time <laughs> my left brain's talking yeah. to the right and you're going back yeah. again. You're i had that i had that with my mic where my headphones where uh, you, you, yeah. you slur your words you feel like you're slightly drunk uh, I'll Just take, take one headphone off and leave the other one take on, one and he- then we'll we'll crack over the next episode. How it goes? Yeah, there uh, you go. You got a I'm, bit of sense there. I'm normal again. <laughs> and obviously we've got Dale as well. Do you want to do an intro? Hi everyone, I'm Dale. Uh, I work here at Samuel and Co. Trading, trader, headhunter, um, and just do other bits and pieces. Awesome. So at the moment we're obviously um, at the Samuel Co. Trading HQ. Um, where we'll be discussing lots of different interesting topics on the Raw Influence podcast with entrepreneurs, business owners, and traders. And uh, we're going to have some fun at the same time. So, um, yeah, let's start with, obviously, Elliot's obviously the keen bean. So what we'll do is we'll get Elliot to start off with the number one topic. So (laughs) Elliot's back in the room there, lights on. So you've got to choose a topic to talk about. It can be absolutely anything. It can be train-related, it can be life-related, it can be absolutely anything. What do you want to discuss? We're gonna have four topics around the room, so you can. Four. So yeah. I only get one. Yeah, yeah. So you get one oh, topic. That makes it difficult. <clears throat> we were talking about crisps earlier and favorite flavor of crisps. Very random. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So Dale, what's your favorite flavor? No, no. no let's decide the topic. <laughs> 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 let's go around the room and choose the topics first. Let's go around the room, choose the topics first. So we, we're going to actually yeah, have. No, no, no. You, no, you, no, you no, chose crisps. You chose. You chose crisps. then. You chose crisps. Yeah, so, so then we so we now need to talk. We now need to find out what the next topic is. Oh, so we've got an idea of the topics throughout the thing. Be a That's short done. Podcast. No, no, we're just discussing topics. Uh, have we finished? Yeah. No. Yeah, what, what, what are we going on about? What, what you... oh, Mindset stuff. Stuff. I don't know. I'll have to think about right. it. Well, there we go. Boring. Same old, right? Same old mindset. Same old stuff. mindset stuff. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Boris Johnson. Oh, oh. oh. He, he only went Ooh. and did it, didn't he? He only went and did it. Um, like his initials, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I, what am I going to talk about? My topic. Um, I got put on the spot. I let's let's panic. talk about. Let's let's talk about. Um, I'm going to go with something completely random and not trading related because everyone will expect me to do something trading related. So I'm going to go with. Um, Ooh. I'm going to go with something crazy. I'm going to go out. I'm going to push the boat out today. Let's talk about something. Baked beans on toast. Uh, baked beans on toast. We've already kind of got something with Chris, haven't we? So I, I think let's talk about um, 
let's let's talk about and we're out of time, Ben Nevis. Let's talk, about ben <laughs> Nevis. let's talk about Ben Nevis. Let's talk about Ben Nevis. Nice and simple, Ben Nevis. There we go. Because okay. we're obviously doing, doing Ben Nevis. So obviously Elliot went first over the Chris of it. So let's 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 get stuck in there. And um, what what are we talking about on Chris side of things? Favorite flavors. Favorite flavors. Go on. Then. Growing up, um, so we had a bit of a debate earlier about does anyone remember Walker's Max? It's still about. I don't know why I say don't remember. Walkers, yeah. Walkers I mean, what? Mac, before well, my, my time, Mac. sorry, I can't remember that. Before your time, <laughs> Walkers Max, never heard of them. Walkers well, Max, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Walkers, convert Walkers Max, we need Jack in it. Walkers Max, so are they around <clears> when Pico. Skips were around? Yeah, Skips yeah. still around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they are. That's still a thing. They came after oh, Space Invaders. They, they, they came cool. after Potato Puffs, Chipsticks. Chip sticks, sticks. Yeah, they're good. They're Potato puffs used to have a little tiny because they weren't salted in those days. They used to have a little blue bag that you used to undo and sprinkle on. Trouble is, when you went to the cinema, you would dive in and eat it, and all of a sudden you would chew on a flipping blue bag and get a mouthful of salt. <laughs> salt, <laughs> it's horrible. Back in my day, yeah, but back in, back in, yeah. back in like Noah's Ark. It's okay. They still have those today, don't they? Like they call them salt and shake or something like that. Yeah, yeah, salt and shake. Yeah, <clears throat> something like that. Obviously trying to relive, relive yeah. the times. Oh, yeah. Good, good times. Good old, good old days. That's when yeah, you had you... two films, an A and a B. You are. <laughs> you have a, it was split. You would have the B film come on first. Then the, when that's finished, the lights would come up. The women would come out with the, the dolly trolleys with the ice creams and stuff. You'd have a 10-minute break. Trolley. Uh, yeah, they used to have little trays in, carried around. And then they, uh, once they had gone, the lights went down, and then you had the A film come on. And that was the main film. So you had two. So what was B roll then? What was it? Is it a it was, film or something? It was just a, a backup film. Like you get a, a, a record with an A side, you'd have a B side, which was not quite as good, but it filled the time out. But the beauty of that was you weren't kicked out after you watched the film. <laughs> You could actually stay there all day and watch the whole thing over again and again. Uh, yeah, now you go. You literally yeah. get bent over to you. So I want 40 <laughs> quid for a fucking ticket. Now, no, 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 no. There was only the one. You only had one ticket for the whole day. You could stay oh, there yeah, all like day, day and pass. all night if you wanted to. Day pass? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Awesome. Saves walking the streets. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you, you was going on about it? Bacon rashers, remember those? The... Um, Frazzles. Yeah, is it frazzles? Yeah. Frazzles. frazzles yeah. What was the cheap ones? So you get like really cheap big packets and you'd have those and then the little salt, salt were they the salt chips you was on the belt? Yeah, chip sticks. Chip sticks. Chip sticks. Yeah. I've got those beef hula hoops today. They're, 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 they're from like childhood memories. Which ones? The um, the brown packet of hula hoops, you know, the brown flavoured, the brown flavoured, the, the um, barbecue beef. Yeah, yeah, barbecue beef ones, those ones. Yeah. Mate, I know my crisps. The best flip. Uh, Chris, we ever had were Oxo flavor. <laughs> Oxo flavor, Chris. Like the Oxo cube. Whenever we used to go to the swimming pool with the school, afterwards we always used to have the uh, Oxo flavor, Chris. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh yes. I was looking at. Um, I, I generally think the paprika. Um, what are those ones called? Do you know the ones. Pringles. No, no. The the Max. Are they? They are them. Yeah, they're <clears> the ridged, ridged, ridged ridge cut. Do they call them? Yeah. yeah, I think they're probably the best ones. I, I yeah. think I can't imagine. McCoy's are good. <clears throat> Salt and vinegar McCoy's. You, do you know what's good? Just as a side reference, Chad, you probably need to stop walking around because we can hear is the grass. Can you actually hear it? Yeah. Yeah. 
So you grass just is grass over there. Grass, right, I'll set up over here because this is a nice. Okay, fine. Yeah, they're, I'd probably say they're the best ones, <laughs> or the McCoys, the McCoys ones. They're they're also really nice. I like a good Marmite and salt and vinegar crisp sandwich. What? Yeah, yeah. there you go. What? What? Yeah. Cheese, so, a slice of cheese, and some crisps. I don't on like them. cheese, but oh, of course you wouldn't. Though. Crisps and sandwiches. So marmite on bread. Sandwiches, yeah. Salt and vinegar crisps. What? Lovely. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can, I, I've never done that myself. I will try it out. Well, it's like chips, isn't it? Chip buddy, crisp buddy. Now chip buddy, I get, I get a chip yeah. buddy, but I don't get. The crisps is a crunch to it. <laughs> yeah, is, is it? Is it like a preference on bread, or is it just? White bread? Yeah, white, thick step, doorstep. Marmite. Mm. You don't put any sauce on top of that, do you? No, I don't like butter or cheese <clears throat> or anything. So. You don't put jam on it, do you? Don't not like no. Sad for you, do you not like butter then? Or are you, are you like allergic yeah, to it? Yeah, you haven't tried it. Not so my mum said I used to be <laughs> lactose intolerant, but I don't think I'm like, well, I'm not lactose intolerant. I used to be. <laughs> you used to be? <clears throat> can you just come off and go back on? I, I don't really know. Oh, right. Yeah, you but, can. You can, like. Change your diet. I think you can. Yeah, yeah but I've, I think I've done the reverse. I'm not lactose <laughs> so you become intolerant. intolerant. I eat pizza. That is, so. that, yeah, that is yeah. definitely you can. Yeah, that okay. can happen. Yeah. Spud me and becoming immune. <laughs> there you go. Nice one. We'll take that. So is that Chris discussion over? Is it? <laughs> well, that was a... We were talking about an hour in the office earlier about but, um, crisps. I think yeah, we haven't really got any crisp fans here. So no, I'm, I'm, I like I said, Space Invaders. They were pretty strong. But that, all I imagine when I think of Space Invaders, the next words that pop into my head is Freddo's. That's literally oh, Freddo's. The Freddo's. They was ten p back then. I think they're like a, like fifty or a quid now, aren't they? <laughs> Can't be a quid. I'm going to Google it. Just say we've got some inflation is there. Uh... Oh, you don't talk to me. <laughs> Money's that? mental these days. What's that? The price of things. When I, well, <laughs> if I start that, you Freddo you go, go back in time. Cadbury Freddo, £1.30, mate. No. Not joking. Size. There, oh, there's, some well. there's some cheaper ones on here. There's some cheaper ones. Party bag ones at 25p. 25p. Back in the day when we had real money, pounds, shillings and pence, you could get value for money. How much real is fish money. and chips? Yeah. When I was 12, 14, how much is a packet of fish and chips now? Uh, fish chips probably looking at like what four Six quid or something quid. three quid four quid well, what shop do you nah, go to <laughs> ten pound yeah. eight, well, eight, well six isn't on average around here I would have said six well, you've got to get quid. the pickle oh know, there you go mushy peas yeah. all yeah. adds up well in my day you could get a, a portion of cotton chips for half a crown what's what? half a crown yeah Half a grand. Uh, half a crown half a crown which uh, two and sixpence which is about <laughs> 13 pence equivalent the, today. Uh, there you go. It's about 13 pence. You could get cotton chips. There you go. So, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, that is mental. The, the more you think of it, though, the price has... They're, they're talking about, that probably brings us onto a topic generally talking about money, just about house prices. When you look at the house prices of, of what they were back then and the salary growth, there's no wonder why people can't get houses in this day and age because yeah, of the, the brackets of what you was earning to mm. how much a house was back then. Was I think when I was looking at it, it was something like four times your salary um, back in something like 1960. Three what, times. Was it three times? Three was times your three times your annual salary was the price of a house? Uh, that will get you the deposit. 
you could get back in those days you could get a hundred percent deposit um 100 percent mortgage yeah that didn't go down too well did it? well you no. did if you didn't have any money yeah yeah i know but then value has changed we used to fill the car up for five pound how can you do that these days you couldn't yeah but isn't it relative? that just gets you a gallon no it gets you a yeah it gets you a gallon doesn't it isn't that relative though well yeah but it's the the, the values change so much. The, to grow a potato is the same now as it ever was. A packet of crisps back in those days was was three pence. You don't really get a packet anymore, do you? Talk about no, the crisps. You, you actually, get probably about half a pack. Course, it's just, yeah, that's you open it. it. The rest of it is But it was only three air. pence. Now you pay, what, 50, 60 pence for a living packet of crisps? Yeah. It's a lot of money. Sometimes more. So, fast, so the it? value. I say... Like twenty five is the new eighteen. Like it's normal to be living at home when you're twenty five and not have a way to move out. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Who says that? <laughs> Why twenty five? Twenty five. Am I loud? You hurt my ears. Oh, am I too close? No, no. I don't. But know. I know a guy who's fifty still yes. living home with his parents. What? This bloke old... I used to work with. He's... How old's his parents? Oh, they're about ninety now. Well, one of them's dead, but the other one's still alive. But he was living in the in the attic. Oh. <laughs> well, hide away. Well, he, just, <laughs> he had a convert, no, he had a converted attic, and he, that was all his. Just a spare old. room, you know. Jesus. But, but there you go. But people can't afford it, so they live at home with with parents. They've got a spare room, and some of them actually give. Well, actually, there's somebody on the radio the other day that pays them. What do they call it? Crop, not crop fee, is it something? There's a there's a, a particular thing where they pay a pound a month, a nominal fee, so they can actually live there for nothing. Crop fund or something like that, but they pay a pound a month, but they've saved up over a year ten grand to start a deposit game. What? Well, we're living with their parents, nice. and then eventually they take the deposit and go and get a mortgage, and then off they go. Yeah. It is pretty. It's pretty mental. Do, do you? Um, what do you guys think in regards to? Do we? Do we see that actually been a solution being created where houses actually become more more reasonable costings, or is this just going to be a never ending problem? I mean, even living in London now, living in London is like pretty much a no go for um, you know yeah. first time buyers and things like that. It seems pretty hard to live in central unless you're getting a bed seal, you know. It's crazy in value for money when you sit there and think, you know, locations, you live somewhere completely up north and you can get, you know, in Scotland, you can get a, a five bedroom house for 240 grand. Mm. Well, people are moving further afield, so the jobs may end up moving further afield just naturally. Yeah, I think it, will, it depends on like the uh, railway lines, doesn't it? High speed trains, things like that. If you've got those and you've got more access coming in and out, then we're going to be... Um, we're going to be able to have businesses move further out. I mean, we moved out. Uh, well, I say we moved out of London. We never really went into London, but me and Elliot both worked in Central. I don't know if you did. Well, you you yeah. definitely did, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think the need to be in London is as prevalent as it used to be. Like communication, technology, you don't need to be face-to-face meetings. So I think businesses will just naturally move out of London. Yeah. Well, the price, if, if the price keeps going out, they'll outprice themselves won't yeah. they um, sort of shutting down moving out but to buy a house in Lo- in london is, is ridiculous it really is um 
and then the converting garages and things like that for people to live in. What's going, what's going on with that high, high, um, it's been delayed. HS2. It's costs, costs, uh, costs are spiraling. It's something like, it was yeah. 7 billion over what they originally. 80 billion or 8 billion. Yeah. I can't remember. 7 or 8 billion over the original figure. It's not happening anytime soon. You had a lot of people buying properties in and around Birmingham in preparation for that as well, didn't you? So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So if that doesn't go ahead, then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah so it's it, uh, <laughs> they've already started building bridges, haven't they? Yeah, it says it says here that um, the new budget for the HS2 project in 2015 prices and 2019 prices, it could be up to 88 billion. The first stage of the line running from London to Birmingham was initially scheduled to be finished by 2026. It's now been revised to 2031, so it's 22 billion over budget and seven year delay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Which is pretty pretty mental. But they always underprice it. It was the same as the Millennium. That, that was totally overboard by the time they finished that. Yeah, the Dome. I remember going to the Dome. Does anyone else remember going to that? Yeah. Millennium Dome. It was actually pretty awesome. I felt like you learned quite a lot there, but that didn't last that long either, did it? No. I remember going up the escalators, going into the human body and all the rest of it. That was That's awesome. what I remember. Yeah. And it was gigantic. Did you ever go? I think so, yeah. I don't even remember it. I've never been on the uh, London Eye. <clears throat> I have. I've been on that once. I shot myself in it. <laughs> oh, I hate heights. Glass bottoms. It's awful. Yeah, and it doesn't move fast enough. I, does I remember just feeling a real awkward thing. I was, I was, I was in, I was in the actual kind of pod, whatever you want to call it. And um, this lady was like, "Do you mind if my 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 uh, kid sits down?" I was thinking, "Shit, I'm gonna have to stand up now." And I, I was like, "Yeah." Uh, I just wanted to say no, really, but you can't say it to a little kid. It looks like he's been walking around all day. And I had to go over to uh, like my my steps to the walking and to hold on to the rail yeah. was like firm as anything. I just didn't move; just held that spot. Don't know why. <clears throat> doesn't look sturdy, does it? In every major movie, um, you just see it coming down. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Fantastic Four, Four. Yeah. came down in that one. I'm pretty sure, wasn't huh? it? Uh, Fantastic Four, it came down. Yeah. Drop the the wheel. London Eye. London Eye. Yeah. What other one did it come down in? Uh, was it uh, the London one? Take London? London is fallen. London is fallen. I'm sure it probably. Yeah, London is London in general. Just basically anything that's like Big Ben or that wheel. Uh, Big Ben, at least you can get out of the building. That. Uh, Big oh, ben. there's a guy just about like Big fuck ben, this whole place Big up. Ben I'm stuck in a pod. I hope he doesn't manage to do it. You know, struggle. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, cool. Let's move on from crisps. Crisps. Let's let's talk about the mindset. Come on. Let's put everybody to sleep. <laughs> Mate, my food. So my, mindset, I think, <laughs> mindset's actually becoming such a big thing, isn't it? It's it's becoming yeah. more and more wrapped around into um, everyone's day to day life, and I think people are more conscious of it, especially with the massive uprising of mental health. That seems to be absolutely a big issue. Me and Elliot was debating about mental health quite a lot. Um, and discussing, you know, that, that I think it is, it is genuinely becoming more of a thing. But it's also that side thing of are people just wrapping it up as mental health as well, um, whereas it could just be them, you know, going through a moment or something along those lines. Do you have any? Have you looked into the mental health side of things? No. Well, as a therapist, I've looked at some of it, but it's 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 a huge field in itself. But the mind affects the body and the body affects the mind. It's a two-way uh, relationship. And your food, your diet, 
the environment you live in all affect uh, every single cell of your body. It's it's um, you can affect your DNA just by your thoughts, by your thinking. So if you've got somebody on the radio now, what do you talk about? You hear about cancer every single day. When when I was your age, it was four to one. One in four people were going to get cancer. So out of us four on the table, which of you three are going to get it? Well, it could be you. No, because I'm already programmed not to get it. So <laughs> one of you three. It's now gone to one in three, and it shortly be one in two. It's all about the mindset. But the stuff that keeps coming on the um, over the radio. Do you think it is like subliminal messaging then? People believing that that's what it is. And it's then that's every day. It's on the radio. It's on television. It's in the newspapers. There's always Macmillan nurses. There's always charity for, for cancer, cancer, cancer. Yeah. Um, and so you drip feed it enough, people take it on board. Yeah. It's the same as everything. It's like these flu, what's, what's, what's flu the, viruses. What's the effect called when you, um, you you're not actually taking medicine? Placebo. Yeah, placebo. placebo. Do you think there's? Do you think that's possible that you can placebo your yourself to be ill or something along those lines? Yes, you can. Hundred percent. Psychoimmunology. Of course, you can. If you if you, if you walk into your office, say you're all right, Sam. You don't look too well. You look a bit tired. Do I? Yeah, and somebody else comes up and starts. Board, After yeah. a while, you start to feel down. You will take it on board. I suppose that's almost like, um, like uh, you know, when you, you we used to go to the gym quite a lot with everyone in the gym, and you'd be like, "Oh, you're looking really good," and then someone else says, "You look really good." You think, "Oh, yeah, I'm actually, looking really good." Or in in Raj's case, um, where you're like, "Bro, what you do? You're not good." Well, the take, gym you, you take weightlifting and bodybuilding and, yeah. and all of that. The guys want to be big. You can drop Jack in seconds. As soon as you see him, you say, hi, Jack, you lost weight. No, of course I haven't. No, he doesn't want to be losing weight because he wants to be big and bulky. But no, don't say things like that. He gets really upset. It is true. I've spoken to quite a lot of (laughs) bodybuilders, and they generally don't think that they're big. No, what about Neil? He went down, didn't he, mentally, when you start to, you look like you lost weight. They get all upset because what they want is big. Arnie Schwarzenegger used it in his tactics. Well, yeah. your back doesn't look big in that, you know. Yeah, it's true. So your your brain does, and and the placebo is thirty five percent successful. Thirty or thirty five percent successful. Yeah. Well, yeah, you see that they say that about a lot of the pharmaceutical stuff that you're taking whether or not many it's years actually, ago they had I think the, this is probably a debate for a whole other podcast to be fair talking about pharmaceuticals pharmaceuticals yeah pharmaceuticals yeah. well um, they had they had the ceo i mean you're of, really you're really into oh, that side of things brrr. and um, they had the ceo of glaxo smith klein on the radio <laughs> all over again yeah, yeah it is isn't it msn news is uh <laughs> no, no. coming up <laughs> they're they're out coming. it's on the radio you, you woke can't. up the order next day didn't you no, no. <laughs> Yeah, he did. He did. He did. It was coming for him, wasn't it? He was in Thailand and he was talking shit about the pharmaceutical company. Oh, yeah. Next morning, he woke up. Oh, what did he have to get? <laughs> Tablets. <laughs> no, I was ill. It was not a question of working he out was, whether I was or not. Talking shit, and I was like, "We're coming for you." <laughs> um, yeah. So mindset. Just try to say on the mindset side rather than <clears throat> zoom off. It's. What, What's the most common mistake you see traders making? 
with their mindset. Well, yeah, to, well, I don't think it is. It, honestly, I don't. I won't buy in on what you're going to say. I think I will, but I will not buy in on your answer. I'm just saying that I don't think that trading mindset is. I think it's more just your mindset of. Yeah. It's not necessarily targeted towards trading. It's more. In they my bring mind. their mindset to the trading platform. That's the it problem. Still affects their trade. Yeah. The money first and foremost. It is. Uh, money and fear, but the money side. Everybody wants the money. Like, was it the Euro Lotto tonight? Is 120 million. Everybody wants to win it. They want the money right now because of technology. They get access to so much information that it's instantaneous, and they want the money right now. They're not prepared to work at it, so they come along with a, a preconceived idea that trading is easy and that they can easily make lots of money simply because they see the lifestyle of people, they see the fast cars, the houses, and all of that, you know. Um, but why do you think Why do you think they perceive it to be easy? Because, I mean, I sit there on social every day, and you, you've got all types of trading um, gurus on social. But um, my, my thought is, is, I don't even though they post a photo of having a fast car or something along those lines, I don't think there's ever been a moment been like, trade with me today get this in a week i don't think anyone's ever said that um uh, but what makes yeah. you think that people perceiving nah, this bullshit there's topics all like over instagram two hours a day and you can make a living that's yeah. true two hours so a day i think but they don't probably it depends two hours who you follow and what you see um but it's i think how you receive 80 yeah but sam go go back to the day when you were first starting I remember a guy says you only need to spend 15 minutes before you go to bed to check your charts. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So that never happened. No, <laughs> that never happened. No. They probably got 15 minutes of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. More than likely. Yeah. Yeah. But people perceive that if you have it, then they can do it, but they don't see the time it's taken for you to get there, to get the knowledge, the skill base, and they just jump on at the end and assume they can have it. And then they fall flat on their face. I mean, we have a number of people come through and you can tell a lot of the time who are the ones that are going to stick at it. And after two weeks, you can tell the ones that are going to drop off. Yeah, that's... No, I, yeah, I agree. But so what, what the question here is, the debate is, what defines whether someone's going to stick at it or drop off? Is it just life that gets in the way or is it the fact that they just see a struggle and instantly go, that's not for me? It's their beliefs. First and foremost is their beliefs. If they think they can, they will. If they think they can't, they'll fail. But if we give them mindset training, which is what we do, yeah, why aren't why aren't they all successful? Yeah, I've asked myself that many times. They bring many other aspects to the table that maybe we can't always cover in the class. Okay, there's always money aspects, and there's always a belief. When I change that. You can see it in their physiology that they've changed, and you can see a whole different energy package, and then they'll go off again. But if they get a few failures, they start thinking back to when they first started again and start to create problems again. Um, so that's why I say it's an ongoing process. Yeah. I'm, I'm a different, like, uh, I met a very interesting character yesterday. I'm sure I'll be talking more about him on the podcast, but very similar um, background in regards to um, myself and I was just quite interested to see how was that someone calling oh is that 
Give me two seconds, everyone. I'm going to have to stop just for this. I'm mid-podcast, so I'm going to have to go. Okay. Bye. And um, so, yeah, uh, I mean, for me, it's it's all about working out how we act. And I think you either see it from individuals or you don't see it. And that's that's the thing for me. I get the, how the mindset helps and it encourages. And I, I'm a big believer in mindset and cha- challenging the mindset. But I think you have to have it or you don't. I mean, you, you can't – I don't believe that you could sit down someone random. Let's take David Goggins. He's definitely not a random picker. He's specific to why I've chosen him. David Goggins, guys, and you know, Navy SEAL, Marines, mm. everything like that, failed – put on so much weight went out on around 60 70 miles on the mm. first day nearly died and then carried on doing it and then he calls it calls it callousing of the mind as in i am training my mind to go through utter shit and then off the back of that mm. i will then see how i do now that's a that's a straight mindset and he's, he's applied that to a lot of things in his life he's now a successful businessman he can run ultra marathons he can do things he ran through uh what was the desert the um i don't know i'm not What's Hot that desert that hits forty degrees? Sahara. I don't know if it was the Sahara. <coughs> it's like it's a known marathon run where you run through the desert. Nevada. Not too sure. His souls was melting. It's in it's, yeah. It's his, probably Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. His souls were melting on his feet, and you know he was just he, he he could put himself through anything. He then had the the, the greatest amount of um, pull ups that he could do in twenty four hours, and you can just you can see how that guy has calloused his mind. And he's trained it just like, you know, you should, but most people don't. So when you hit that stage, you're like, this is really hard. And the gym where you're like, I should do five more reps now. And this will push me to my, my next level. It does. It just stops there. And mm. people don't go do those reps. But then you have those people that do those reps and they are the ones that then go and grow. So it's an interesting aspect. And I don't know if I believe that you can just take someone that's the guy that sat on his sofa who's done nothing, no life experience, doesn't care about what he ends up doing, and sit him down and give him mindset training to be a great person. Do you believe that you can then go do that? Or? You can. You, certain aspects you can change straight away, but I think if you want to uh, impact somebody, you have to be on board with them every single day. It's the same as the military approach. You don't care who comes in. I think they have to want to do it as well. Yeah, but they're jack the lads. I mean, look at (coughs) at the military format. They take you in. They don't care who you are. They break you down morally, emotionally, and then they rebuild you. They build you back into a a fighting machine. You know, it's the exercise uh, and everything. It's all the training. Until mm. that's what they do, um, but like I think if you actually Dawkins sat thing. down, if you actually sat down with a, a a guy and he watched you all the time, he would copy you, and then he would start getting better and better as a trader. There's the things in the brain called mirror neurons. So if you actually watch somebody, they fire off in the brain. If you watch somebody enough, it will create new programs. It has to, but it's because I think they go off. And then they come back. I agree with that partially. But like, for example, I've been doing this crazy trading challenge and I had Jack next to me. I've also had Ben and they've tried to take similar trades to me and then gone and lost. Yeah, so because think- they're not with you all the time. They go off and they think mm-hmm. what they're doing is right, but they don't really know. They're not that confident. But I think if they were sat either side, you say, right, guys, 
what's setting up here and they would actually have to look and think and go okay that's going in for a buyer i'm going to get ready for that as well and then they would understand it's when they sit back and they look at the charts and they go um where's it going up or down uh look at the candlesticks you know and they make the best judgment call they can. Sometimes they get it right. Sometimes they, they, they lose. But if you actually sat beside a trader all the time, you start picking up what they're looking at and the way they trade. Yeah. I mean, in there's a, that big argument that it goes back to uh, 1983. I've got here from the legend, legendary uh, commodity traders, Richard Dennis and uh, William Eckhart, who held the turtle uh, trading experiment mm. to prove that anyone could be taught to trade. Um, and that was an interesting concept proven back then. It'd be interesting to see <clears throat> on a day to day basis of exactly how they did that. Um, you know, using mm. his own money trading novices, how did the experiment fare? I think it's a lot harder than people think because you all come from different monetary backgrounds. Sure. So, you know, it's... Money's the big issue. It is because it has different values for different people. Yeah, it, it, even the location where you're born, the parents you're born to affect your understanding of money. There's a, there's, if you take London, you've got... Uh, Kensington and Chelsea, which is a riff affluent society, and you've got Walthamstow, which is to the east, which is poorer. Uh, there's, there's the crime rates going up, there's, there's less jobs over there. So, the person's perception of whether they can have a job or get employment or whether they can earn any decent amount of money is less than if you're in Kensington and Chelsea. And that's just in London, 20 miles. You've got a north south divide of the country. In South, you earn more. In the North, they're poorer. There's less jobs. So wherever you're born, you have this cultural brain um, process that says how much you can earn, whether you deserve to earn money, whether you can keep it or not. And, and people bring that into the trading floor, and you can test for it. Um, and, and everybody seems to focus on the money. They want the money because 87% of the population don't want to work nine to five. They'd rather sit at home and, and trade from, from the bedroom as you once did, you know? And that's, that's not healthy. No, of course it's not. It's very not healthy. You're on your own. You question what you're doing in the market. That's you, right. You, and your emotions, your emotions kick off. Yeah. You well up, you know, you just can't, you, you can't focus right. You don't know if you're on the right path. You don't feel like it's serious because you're at home in your bedroom you can't ask anyone any questions. And then when you do ask people questions online, you don't know their background, you don't know their experience, and you don't know whether or not the feedback's any good or not. So you, it's kind of this whole like circle of an issue. And that's why I quite like what we did with Samuel Co. by having well, a social right. floor, allowing people to come in, socialise with like-minded. And it's it an open-door policy. Sort of how much people want it as well and how much they're willing to sacrifice. So, yeah, how much they're willing to sacrifice and how much they want it. Sure. And also what makes them happy. Yeah, absolutely. So sort of like what David Goggins does is not going to make me happy. So I don't want to do that. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't think it makes him happy. I think I don't, I don't know. I feel like he's doing it to prove a point that you can do it. I think that's really, really interesting. But again, I can't imagine. I, I mean, I was debating doing the 100 mile run and training for that and all the rest of it. 
But you just sit and you think, why? <laughs> you know, yeah, that's the truth. Why? Why? I look at you and say, why would you want to do that? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I suppose if someone said to me, look, if you go and run a hundred miles and that's going to raise half a million for charity, then I'd be there's a purpose. Get, there's a purpose, and I'd be game for that. Well, I wondered why you were doing it because you're going to drag me along as well. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to come along on the bike, you know, moral support and everything. Yeah, but it's interesting because eh, uh, you know when you you did your JTP with us and you did that back in sorry jtp for those that don't know referencing on uh the podcast is the junior trade programs one of our training programs that we run here at samuel co um over a two-week period where we take individuals and teach them how to trade in the markets um, and after that two weeks they can either go off and remote trade from home um or they can come into the office and dale dale's do you want to tell everyone about your 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 actual assessment week so it was over three years ago now. So June 2016. The assessment week was Brexit. The result was on <laughs> the Thursday. On yeah. yeah, the result was on the Thursday. And I just watched it. I didn't really know what was going on. Um, Did anyone? <laughs> yeah. I think the, ch- the charts were moving so much and I didn't have a clue what to do that I actually went out. Because I did that from home. And after doing that from home... I was like, I don't know enough. So I just came into the office every day after that. But whereas I think a lot of people do that from home, say, I don't know what's going on enough. And then they sort of drop off or they only dip in and out. They don't fully commit to it. Um, And I think trading is something that you have to fully commit to. You have to know what's going on. Uh, Even if it's just, you can build it up from two, three hours a day. But you have to read what's happening and you have to know what's going on. Otherwise, you're trading with sort of, or you're boxing with one arm tied behind your back. If you yeah. don't know what's going on and you're purely basing it on the technicals, you're going to get caught out. There's things that you can, you can remove that level of risk and you can increase your probability of winning a trade by understanding what's going on. Yeah, sure. As what I say on there, ignorance is not an excuse. Mm. You still know, uh, have to know what's going on in the world to know what the effects are, you know, with Trump and China and the, the Middle East is, and though, things I, like that. Um, me and Elliot had this debate quite a long time ago. In, in the last 10 years, we have probably seen more kind of economic shocks than they've seen in the previous 40 years of the markets mm. you know we have seen double dip recessions we have seen uh china uh the china uh the chinese economy uh pretty much collapse the stock market collapse we have seen um the uh the FTSE collapse um i have seen uh, the gold crash um the list literally goes on we've seen brexit there we've ne- the swiss franc de-pegging from gold um you know we've seen so what, Trump, yeah, <laughs> someone so Brexit. publicly open, Brexit. And so when you think about it, we have probably had the worst period ever to try to hit the market. Sure. Before that, if you look at the FTSE in the stock market, fuck, it's just a, you just buy the dip. Oh, it's sold off a few days. Let me just buy that. For anyone that knows, I've been trading a stock called Future, and that is pretty much what the uh, FTSE index did for like the last 30 odd years. It's yeah. just gone up in a straight line. Oh, it sold off for two days. Let me buy that. Five days later, up nice 10%. Like, it's just ridiculous. That's what the stock market was. And then everyone got burnt. I mean, it's actually interesting because it's been 
Uh, for anyone watching the new series um, or Peaky Blinders, um, mute for the next 20 seconds because it's a, a spoiler. But they even they're talking about the Wall Street crash in, in that and um, how it affected everyone back in those days where all the money was gone. You know, for mm-hmm. it was um, a 10 cent to the dollar that some of them were saying on some of their stocks that, that they was experiencing, you know. And so that was after that. Pretty much after that, you had straight runnings on on the markets. You know, you had this whole uh, what was it the two thousand the millennium bug? Yeah. What the fuck was that all about? How when we hit two thousand, all the systems were going to crash. You had the dot com bubble. Yeah, but the old programmers made an awful lot of money on that, didn't they? Oh, of course they did. Trying to what eight, safeguard the fucking eight hundred pound a day they were on. <laughs> Good stupid. money. Isn't that crazy? And then we've had this whole cryptocurrency rally and crash. Yeah. We've had uh, the um, the weed um, and you know, like canopy growth and all of the marijuana stocks now that are going completely up and now potentially blowing. You know, is that another crash or is that a whole new sector that's just starting? It's crazy when you start looking at the different things that we've actually seen in the market over the last ten year window. Mm, and if if the markets ever do settle down into a nice trend following move, we're going to be in an area where we can perform quite nicely, but will we ever hit that stage of where we get back in those stages? World's more public, everything's more transparent now. Back then, you'd have to read the news in the newspaper or at the end of the day, get the five o'clock paper to know what's gone on throughout the day on your stocks. It wasn't so, let me just log on to my phone and go check my stock. Oh, oh my God, this news has happened. You know, it was all delayed, it was all slow. Now everything is instant. Hmm. You only got to look at the Boris Johnson court case today. Well, five minutes, wasn't it? And then it got wrong. They yeah. Wrong. They reported it wrong. Markets went one way, then they turned the other way. <coughs> you know, is that is is that what we've now got to get attuned to for the whole thing? Right. Elliot's, Elliot's hungry. Oh, my food's outside. It's coming in, don't worry. Oh, is it? Oh, nice one. So what do you think then? Do you think we're going to hit the same kind of... Are we going to have to deal with this now for the rest of our life? Is that what the future markets hold? Or is it going to be... Will there be a time where it settles back down into a rut where we can then continue with the market growth? Or do we just need a market crash to settle it to then everyone to be like, right, this is cheap now in value. Let's buy this up. Well, there's going to be more crashes, aren't there? We're due Cyclical one. nature. Yeah, longest rally. Um, how many years is it now? So it must be 10, must be... 10 years. To 2009, probably started rallying. Yeah, we had the double-dip recession, wasn't it, 2011? It was around then, so it was major crisis. UK, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was UK, it wasn't global. Yeah. So we are due one, which is, I mean, it's exciting for people like us because we sat there, we're waiting for stocks to get cheap. We know that after a crash, you can three times, five times your portfolio over the next couple of years after a recession. But what, you know... After that, are we then back to the chop again where we then got to try to debate between Trump's tweets and China. there's so many more factors now that are taken into account that that wasn't before. You know, the Dow is rallying off of a debate between Trump and China. That That's pretty much what's happening. There's no real major move grounds that's happened on this. No. A lot of people before the debate even started said that they'll come out very best at neutral on both sides. But the, the Dow's absolutely loves it. Mm. It was like, what, 400 points the other day? Off of the fact that, that the talks were back on in October. Yeah. What? What? I'm going to talk to you. 
market 400 points. Crazy. Crazy, isn't it? Wait, what? He's definitely on the phone to his mates, isn't he? Mate, get ready for this one, lads, because I'm going to shoot this up. Yeah, huh. it was China that announced it, wasn't it? It was overnight. Oh, well, let's do it the other way around this time. <laughs> Taking it in turns. Right. We delivered the, the good news last time. It's your turn now. Yeah. We'll deliver the bad news, and then it's your turn next time. Yeah. Yeah. Just let Here's me know when you've got all your long positions on your uh, US exit. It's global you know, chess, isn't it? They're the lo- two largest economies in the world, so it's going to, you know. Well, yeah, I was looking at, I was looking into this, the two largest economies in the world. And there was a, an, ex, uh, was it exiled? It was exiled mm. uh, Chinese billionaire. And he was talking about the economy um, of China and just basically saying how they're just printing money and it's literally all fake. Well, they even came out today. Um, so they're cutting their uh, public bank of China, cutting their rate and they're lowering uh, bank liquidities. So again, they're pumping more money back into the markets because they're obviously their growth is slowing down. Um, so yeah, that's that's the latest thing. Banks are now anticipating a slowdown, so they're saying, right, let's cut interest rates, even though they're at record lows. Let's print some more money and let's you know keep this market above water. Mm. I mean, it's. I mean, wasn't it the Kiwis that that <clears throat> cut their interest rate just because? The rest of the world are talking about doing it pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's, we'll it's, move first. Yeah. We'll get in there first. It's, it's, yeah, it's mental. Um, and then, yeah, so acid bubbles. It's yeah. People definitely need to watch this for the people that are talking about it. Um, need to watch a um, YouTube video called Exiled Chinese Billionaire Uses YouTube to Wage War on Corruption uh, or Use the Chinese Billionaire's accus- Accusations of China. His, his name is... Oh God! Really? I'm going to be awful at this. Gu Gu Wang G U O Wang U I underneath it. So G U O space W E N Gu. Do you want to try? Do you want to try pronounce that, mate? No, no. no. <laughs> anyway, it's he's with, a, he's with a guy called Kyle Bass, and it was just an absolutely interesting debate. And he was he was talking a lot about um, Alibaba actually, and about how. Um, he he feels that there's going to be a lot of issues going forward mm. with Alibaba and how the government actually tried to take over these massive um, corporations to control what they're doing, how they're doing it, and so on and so forth. You've got your food delivery coming in. Yeah, come on, crack it in. Push the door. Push. That's the way it's Welcome to in. the room. We have got Pat in the room, for everyone that doesn't know who Pat is. Patish. He always sure delivers. Everyone knows who he is, don't they? Is Pat good oh, man? There we go. We've got yeah, Pat. Good old, good old. We need the, the food is now here. Dramatic piano. No, I thought oh, that was you. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot was thinking he'd turn on the piano. Oh. But absolutely. Oh, here we go. God, let's get all the rustling out of the way. Oh, have you? You gone for a full mute? Let's see if it's. Oh, yeah, it's not. It's not picking up too much. Um, so yeah, no, it's actually really, really interesting. And um, me and you was watching. What was we watching? The uh, debate between um, Elon Musk and um, Jack Ma. Jack Ma, yeah, with AI and all the rest of it. So this guy, he he kept coming out with these really far fetched, random accusations about China, and everyone thought he was crazy, didn't believe him, and then they started to come true. And now people are starting to listen. And his latest prediction, which is absolutely mental, stay tuned for this. It is literally. Him saying that Jack Ma 
is going to be dead in the next two years or in prison. So we'll see if he's right. And that is a crazy accusation to make, but he says he's been right multiple times on this kind of stuff. So Jack Ma is going to have either an accident, death in the next two years or die or be in prison. Well, and that's, that's what Elon said. No, this is uh, what this Chinese billionaire said that's ran away to the US to stay away from all of this drama. Um, says that he'll be dead in the, in the next couple of years. Blimey. We've got so much noise coming now from everyone's Christmas. So did we stuff. find out why he was exiled from China? Does uh, it explain that in the interview? Um, good question. <laughs> I don't know. I think he, I think he ran away. We're probably going to have to stop the podcast just because everyone's eating and it's going absolutely mental. Exiled businessman. Um, where's <laughs> Elliot's just tucking in there? <laughs> no, I can't hear you, but it's I just. Yeah, everyone can see you obviously tucking in. Um, no, they don't. I think maybe we should have this, have that as a debate. We can discuss. We we all go watch that video. Then we'll watch that interview and we'll come back and we'll have a debate about the uh, Chinese businessman and looking at the economy. Because I think that would be an amazing podcast just to give that as a breakdown for other people. Uh, maybe we could do that over a, a two way split. We could do the um, Elon Musk and Jack Ma as well at the same time. We'll listen to that and get us four to come back and debate that. Um, we'll wrap up in around five ten minutes. Um, we pretty much just uh, crack on with um, talking about Boris Johnson, which is um, which is you know good old Dale's. I'm regretting the choice now. Yeah, I would as well. It's a shit choice. Yeah. I panicked. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a dread. I mean, what 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 are we actually going to be able to give the public about Boris Johnson? I mean, that that Sunday yeah. was it the Sunday the newspaper? Sun. The what, Sun. what what was the head, what was the headline again? Boris is floppy no, or something. Fluffy Johnson can't get an election. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking quality. Isn't yeah. it? I mean, whoever came up with that was like, got that one on point. That was that is that is definitely front cover. I mean, if, did you reckon they've got to compete for front cover or they get given slots? What do you reckon? Compete. They compete. Yeah. You reckon? Yeah. That'd be hilarious, wouldn't it? Can you imagine that being like, I won front cover. Check this out. I'd go home with such a smug face seeing that with you. Mm. Mate, can't get an election. So what are we saying? What's going to happen then with Boris? Come on, you chose the topic. There's going to be a general election. You reckon? Yeah. That's the only way that he can get anything through. But when? That's the question. But he's got no support, has he? He's got no fans. Well, he doesn't have the majority. He doesn't have a majority. Well, they were talking about actually, like, somehow getting Jeremy Corbyn to become Prime Minister and then calling a general election. What? Yeah. They, they can because they out, wouldn't right? back him, mm. so they would kick him out. But uh... So they can... I think he can step down, right? Like yeah. The government can step away. Which would allow Jeremy Corbyn to take the reins, but then they would call a general, uh, general election. Do you not know think it's just the whole thing's just gone messy as hell? There's a lot of people saying that we look like a laughing stock now with Brexit and all the rest of it. Whose fault is it then? Is it the Leavers, the Remainers, or is it the politicians? Cameron. Cameron. Cameron's to blame, isn't he? Mm. He was too confident, wasn't he? Huh? He was too confident doing it in the first place. Yeah. <clears throat> you give people the voice, you can't then blame their decision. The only problem is, well, is if they call... Yeah, the thing is, though, the information that was going out was just... It was just bullshit. 
But he, sh- but he should have made it. That's stop. the problem. That's so it. why why do we entertain it anymore? If we know what they're talking about, well, it can't go on, can it? 20, 50 years from now, people are like, oh, here we go, same old bullshit. I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll do that. Never does it. So, so well, that's always been the game, hasn't it? Nobody trusts a politician. The local MPs are quite cool people, though. Yeah. Like, they come around, they try to listen, they try to voice their opinions, and then they get hit by a wall of, like, hundreds of people just saying, no, no. You can't please everyone. Never yeah, but the, the, the government's in, in, in policy to, to follow what we ask them to do. The trouble is they, they, they come out with their um, brochures and say, we're going to do this, 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 and this. When they get in, they change it, and they don't do any of it. Yeah. So they don't, they don't work out what they can afford to no. do. No, so, so it's all... Stuff in their manifesto, which they can never... Never fulfilled. That's yeah. right. Which, how does that, it how needs, is that fair? It needs tidying up, doesn't it? It needs to have, like, they need to create their manifesto and then they need three external sources that are, like, you know, stats, math, magicians, whatever, and they uh, sit down and work out, is it feasible? Yeah. Is, is this manifesto feasible? And if they say on a rating scale that it's feasible, then it should, be, have to, it should meet a set requirement to say that that is feasible if they were in power, because some of these things you could look at and go, this is just, this is bullshit. You know, the whole lot of it, you look at it and you think, but it, do that. that's the way politics works. They never answer a question. They'll always go around and put their point of view and come up with facts and figures to justify what they're saying, but they never answer your question. Never do. Well, Boris was wrong in his figures, wasn't he? There was at one point he was looking at, uh, was it a court case in regards to yeah. his NHS figures? The savings. Yeah. What happened to that? That went quiet, didn't it? Well, they're not accountable, are they? No, they're not accountable. If they, it's the same as all that problem they were having with double houses and double mortgages and 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 claiming for expenses scandal. Oh, I apologise unreservedly. Yeah, sorry, I didn't realise I had to pay tax. You get done. You get fined. You get into nick. They're a law yeah. unto themselves. And yeah. nobody trusts them anymore. They just, everything, never trust a politician who opens his mouth. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. That's it. There we yeah. go. Shoot them. No, it's a... <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> you know, it's also the media, though. Like, the media doesn't help. Yeah, but then they're in their back pocket, aren't they? They, 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 they? They're either right or left. Yeah. But, like, the far left are just, well, they're living in, like, fairyland. Yeah. And then you've got the far right, which just leaves people in the lurch. There's no one in the central point in the UK politics at the moment. You've yeah. got Boris in power, who's... Well, you've got the Lib Dems at the moment. They're like, right, the state best of both. Let's just sit in the middle yeah. and hopefully we pick up scraps from both sides. Well, they'll remain. Like, if they somehow magically get into power, we won't leave the Europe. Yeah. But they have to follow the mandate of the people. They have to leave... To, to follow through what was already agreed with. They're trying to... Well, Not if they trouble, win an election on the basis that they'll remain. Yeah. The, the, the trouble with Cameron, he said, in or out, and and everyone jumped on it. And they said, the right, is, out. And then they the, come up with all the reasons why they're telling lies, where it doesn't work, it's not true. Uh, and all People this... base their vote on false information. Is that a valid... Vote. Are there people out People's there that voted leave and well, now more information has come out? Would they still vote leave? Yeah, because like immigration and stats versa as well. There's probably people out there that voted remain. But if it had gone the other off, way, you know, if this, or you know, I want to 
if it had gone the other way, we wouldn't be having this discussion. You wouldn't be having people say, oh, hang on a minute, there's only 0.2% well, yeah, of, of the population. Well, leaving. It's not, it's not like remaining, everything stays the same. I just think it, they, need to, they really need to refine the system, don't they? Because like 51%, is that, is, is that majority or not? Uh, it's a majority in the company ownership. But if you're looking at, you know, leaving... Yeah, but they didn't say leaving. a 60-40. They said, yeah. give them the vote, in or out. Yeah. And they did a poll... The same as a, an election. If if you win um, a local election by ten votes, you're in. Yeah. It works. Then they don't yeah. say, "Oh, yeah, it's true. It's very true." You know, it's interesting. But even stuff like lately, like uh, uh, Bank of England governor, speaker as well in in in, in uh, Parliament at the moment, they they're supposed to be non-biased. Neutral. They're supposed to be neutral. Yeah. The speaker, even even of, of right. lately. It came out of giving his opinion on Boris and um, yeah, yeah. pro Rogan. Like, you, you're not supposed to get involved in this side no, of things. No. You're, you're supposed to be neutral ground. So, these two people that are they, are they you know, is that in their contract? Are they breaching this? Like, you, when you think about that, if the speaker is not neutral, what the fuck is the point? Hmm. Well, they influence or a bit of the, BOE the whip, uh, governor. All right. If this is, you know, pro Remain and all the rest of it, but. You know, he keeps pushing out negativity and what will happen to the economy when we leave. That's biased information because he is a Remainer. Mm. Well, yeah, they've come out and said it's not going to be as bad as they first forecast. As well, because well, the press picked up on that, probably. Well, it's very hard to predict, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it's just bad at the moment because companies time, can't plan. Yeah, it's the uncertainty for the past three years. That's, it's fucking shit up. If, if you show enough negativity... Like, People will bite on it if you if you keep sowing the seed that oh it's, this is going to happen that's going to the doom and gloom aspect people will take that on board and they'll want to remain that's why they do it they do it on mass around the country and they keep drip feeding and drip feeding and eventually people think oh crikey it's going to be worse than I thought let's stay in yeah you know Europe don't want us to leave of course that. It sounds like he's got moving his feet every two seconds. He's got like itchy feet or something. Yeah. Yeah, I was just feeling the grass. That's all. But, but that that's that's the problem, isn't it? If we can't have people of, of, of neutral who are supposed to be neutral, how how can we ever benefit from this in, in the whole government side of things? It's it's almost like it's people just, always got opinions. It's very hard to be fully neutral. Could you ever be fully neutral on like something that big? If I was going into something and I knew that my role was to be neutral, then yeah. then I would be that person. Sure. Yeah, because that's what you have to accept. That you have to go. My role is X, Y, Z. Still neutral, but you're still going to have opinions on. Yeah. So, you, but you shouldn't voice those. That's the issue here: is that they're voicing it. They're like, even if the speaker comes out and goes and gives his uh, opinion on pro rogue and goes absolutely mental, it's all over the papers about uh, about his opinions. I get that you've got your opinion. You're supposed to be in neutral ground. You're now gone past that. You should not be doing that. Hmm. You should be nipping that in the bud and just getting on with your role in your job. It's a crap job anyway, isn't it? It is. What, what is Looking he actually doing? He's kids. stopping hecklers. <laughs> that is literally what he's doing. But he's still supposed to have opinion on votes in terms of what he puts forward and what he just disregards. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a hard one. That that is the issue. I think that is, 
you know, and then the whole thing behind all of this is the whole social media uprising of, and uh, Cambridge Analytica, obviously, that was coming mm. into the mix with what, you know, a lot of the stuff's going I think that is an episode in itself as well, talking about Cambridge Analytica. Have you watched the Netflix? Yes, I have. How mental. Yeah. How mental. Okay, that is another debate. So I think what we'll do, guys, is we'll, we'll be wrapping it up there on the podcast. And in the next couple of episodes, we'll be talking about the Chinese billionaire who was exiled um, and went to the US and how he's now pretty much enemy number one of China and some of his crazy predictions that will be coming out in one of the later episodes of the podcast, followed by a debate over Cambridge Analytica and their effects on uh, general elections, um, not only general elections, but the Brexit as well, the Brexit vote, as well as Donald Trump getting into power um and what cambridge analytica have actually been behind and then obviously the um them disappearing afterwards and the company um you know liquidating so there's some of the exciting episodes that will be coming up on the raw influence podcast as well as some exciting guests that will be joining us later this month as well i hope you've enjoyed our very first uh podcast and some of the crazy debates that we have um that's been going on Guys, don't forget to follow us on social media as well. Head over to Instagram.com forward slash Samuel Leach to follow up with some of the daily stories that we've got or YouTube.com forward slash Samuel Leach as well. Thanks, guys, so much for listening, and we'll see you all in the next episode. Thanks, everyone, for coming in. Elliot, Big A, and Dale, it's been awesome. And I'm sure Thank you, you guys will catch more in the next guys. episode. Thanks, Cheers, everyone.